I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. And I'd like to thank our newest patron, Crystal, who joined us mere hours before we uh, started recording today's show. So thank you for supporting us directly. Ian, it's been a fun week, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Um, for- I mean, <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about in a minute as a, as a mini news, and you won't, I won't be a lot of opportunity for me to say anything. Uh, but if you could just call me Meta from now on, that'd be fine. You? Yeah. I think okay. if we all call ourselves Meta... It might be so confusing that Facebook has to give up and crawl back under its rock. Would you say being called Meta would be better? No. Good. I don't think it would change very much. A lot of people have asked uh, us about Facebook Meta and the change of name. And um, and I was trying to think whether I wanted to talk about it. And then I realized, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> because, I don't know. I mean, let let's let's just set this out. Since people have asked, it's... In my opinion, it's lipstick on a pig, uh, and, I, and also I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the the notion that you can you can build a metaverse, a metaverse, a metaverse <laughs> any more than you could have set out to build how build how the web is today. Yeah, you know. Um, so it may be great, but it's always going to be the Zuckerverse, um, and it's going to suckerverse. It might not. It's just, nice. I just, I just, I just, I don't, I don't, the web and the internet came about from a combination of military work and universities and research centers and, and the need to share vast quantities of information uh, around. It, it was not created with a commercial entity uh, pushing it and with shareholders that will be keeping a track on how it's being mm. pushed. Therefore, if it had have been, the web would not look today like it is today. It just wouldn't. So it would probably look like an expanded version of what AOL was trying to do in the 90s, oh, uh, which, yeah. which itself was kind of a meta web. You know, it was like a safe yeah. little web on the web kind of thing. Um, so the name, eh, it makes sense. But I think it's, uh, I don't know, as I say, it's, it's lipstick on a pig. I had, t- I had two thoughts about it, which I'll share with you now. The first thought is that Google rebranding to Alphabet achieved absolutely nothing. No one really calls it Alphabet. You'll see it in like um, financial. I'm sure Bloomberg mentions Alphabet all the time. But yes. the most of the tech press probably just, or most of the general press probably just calls it Google because it, people, could, people know what Google is. So I don't, don't think anyone's going to stop calling Facebook Facebook because it's the same thing. Uh, and the second thing I was going to say was, having had that really good conversation with you where you explained what you know the metaverse is going to be, the idea behind it, seeing everyone react to Facebook's implementation of it or the idea that they're working on just gives everyone the impression it's talking about VR, which is absolutely not what you described it as and what i think makes sense in the context of you know how how what do we what does the internet become how do we make this sort of 
how do we give what currently are closed systems some kind of inter- interoperability? And the whole VR thing is such a red herring because so many people just are not interested in that and don't have any desire to wear VR hardware or anything like that and don't want to go to virtual worlds. But that what what the metaverse might end up providing for them could be like genuinely useful. So I think that's a shame. I think Facebook is trying to steal what metaverses are and turn them into a business proposition and I don't care for it. So that's my thought anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean VR will be VR is a gateway to the metaverse. You know, VR is to the metaverse or will be to the metaverse what any type of screen is to the web. You know, yeah, the screen or, or, does not a web make, but or it, what it's, VR is to the internet because you know there's sort of plenty well, of yeah. internet based stuff for VR. You know, it's it just, I don't know, it, it just irks me because it, it, it's them putting their own particular stamp on it. And, you know, and I, I think it's short sales and it will mean that people would theoretically disengage from the, even the concept of the metaverse because they'll just go, oh, that's that Facebook thing, which it isn't mm. at all. No. And I don't, I, I think if there's, you know, because there are so many exciting concepts in that, that I think it would be a terrible shame if it was lost in people just going, eh, not interested. Well, if uh, if anyone is interested, I did a, a big interview with the Irish Independent, uh, their their podcast, uh, the Big Tech Show, I think it, it's called. Anyway, uh, I'll include a link in the show notes if you want to if you want to hear about it. It should there. be called a Big Tech Show because it's not the Big Tech Show, is it? Because this is the Big Tech Show. Yes, yes, <laughs> well put, Ian. Very well put. Um, anyway, that's our thoughts for what it's worth on on Meta. Uh, there's many other places you can go to hear opinions, but that's that's ours. Could be great. Probably won't be the metaverse as we think it is today. And it's still Facebook underneath. So there you go. Let's talk about some news that we actually care about. Um, more than a million households in the UK could potentially have been victims of a scam known as brushing. This is according to the consumer group Witch, um, which wrote a lengthy report based on its own research and polling. It said uh, its survey of 1,839 people, which it says is nationally representative, found that 4% of respondents said they or someone in their household had received a mystery Amazon package at their home address that they did not order. It wasn't sent by a known person and was not taken for a neighbour. The survey results indicated that when scaled up, uh, just over a million households may have been targets of brushing. And this is this is a marketing scam, essentially, that unscrupulous Amazon people, marketplace people, that is not the company Amazon, uh, a lot of whom are apparently, according to which, based in China, uh, used to artificially boost their sales volumes and product reviews. More on that shortly. Now, items received in these mystery parcels included, it's a great list, this, just makes you wonder who decided which of these objects to choose. Magnetic eyelashes, eyelash serum, toys for pets and children, Bluetooth accessories, iPhone cases, frisbees, medical gloves, and more. And these are items that are apparently pretty cheap to ship in in large volumes, and that's something that which says is a hallmark of this scam. We'll, of course, have a link to this full report uh, at uktechshow.com forward slash episodes. Now, um, 
which said Amazon is aware of brushing. Um, it said people are prohibited from engaging in this scam. And I did look on the Amazon website and Amazon does have a, a page dedicated to the issue. Um, it's under their security and privacy page. Report unsolicited package or brushing scams. Um, if you receive something, it's not a gift. Please report it immediately. They do refer to it as brushing by name. So it is a it is a known issue and it is a term, although I hadn't really heard much about it beforehand. The thing is here is that it's not a new phenomenon. This is the thing that surprised me most. It's been around, I mean, at least as far back uh, as 2018, as far as Witch is concerned, because uh, Witch had done a, a smaller survey about it back then. The news here is that it is a growing trend in the UK. And when I was researching the story, CNN earlier in the year had reported that brushing scams uh, had maybe been around for about five years, um, originating on um, on sites in China. They resurfaced in headlines. This is according to CNN story. Again, link will be in the show notes um, that said last year, all 50 US states issued warnings about these mysterious unsolicited packages of seeds that people across the nation were receiving in the mail. CNN quoted a person in California there saying that she'd been receiving random packages since June, including a briefcase, a backpack, hair straighteners and a coffee cup warmer. Uh, it's not illegal in the US. It doesn't seem to be illegal here, but it is pretty obviously, I think, against terms and conditions of websites such as eBay and Amazon. Now, I wouldn't necessarily not have a use for seeds. Apologies there for the horrific double negative i would use seeds because we feed the birds in the garden but the real issue and the reason why some people are very unhappy about this is because some people are receiving dozens of these unwanted parcels apparently there's basically nothing they can do about them to stop them arriving again apparently i i could think of a couple of ways that Amazon could maybe intervene. Um, and and many people are therefore concerned about who exactly has their address. So it's 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 a it's a bit of a it's a privacy issue and it's a security thing, as well as just being incredibly bloody annoying. And let's not forget, criminally inefficient as a horrible <laughs> use of, of what are basically wasted products for the most part. So well, that's what's it, happening. Yeah, that's it's growing, it's not stopping. And um, I think it's I think it is interesting because I, I I really struggled to sort of get my head around what was trying to be accomplished here. But I I guess as you say, it's it's about um, upping your sales rank and getting people to review things, which again already has programs to encourage. You know, Amazon has its own Vine program, which is designed to do exactly that, isn't it? So I I don't know. It just it does seem like a waste of money. But I guess if you're talking about pennies, it must be worth it, or they wouldn't do it. Andy H makes a nice point in our live chat, listening live. It says, similar to politicians getting a rich person to buy lots of their books to push them up the bestseller list. I mean, yes, but at least then it has to be proactive. You know, someone has to physically go and order that stuff. It's like that great joke in uh, an episode of Red Dwarf where Lister becomes like a multi-trillionaire or something and buys a million copies of his own single, so it hit number one. It's it's great, and if I had all that money, I'm sure I'd love to artificially inflate text messages appearance in the top charts because then more people well, will organically discover it. But yeah, because um, well, that, what you've discussed there is essentially advertising. Because I mean, I, I get I get the pur- purpose of that, and also if you're um 
if you're trying to get to number one, that might not be about money at all. That might be about future opportunities or um, bragging rights or some kind of ego thing that, uh, or power, just simply being considered to be the foremost authority on X, Y, Z. Um, you know, not, not everything is about money. Almost everything is about power, though. That is a quote. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I like that. Um, it's. I don't know anybody personally who has been affected by this issue. Um, no, me neither. And I, I, I'd love to hear if anybody listening has, because some of the things that people are getting, and I'm, I'm going to go back and just have a quick look here at the, um, at the witch story, which I'll include a link to. As I said. It, at uh, uktechshow.com forward slash episodes. I'm going to paste it into our Discord for people who are listening to us live to have a look at. And some of the things people are getting, you know, there's bath, mat, uh, bath mats, a chocolate mold here. Some people are getting sent, you know, electronic headphones that look similar to earpods, but obviously crapper. Um, <laughs> fairy lights, men's t-shirts, eyelashes. As I said, feather dusters. If If I was receiving these things... I mean, I just donate them, assuming yeah. they weren't dangerous or in some eBay way. eBay them. I don't think I would, because by the sounds of it, they're just not worth enough. No. Although no, there's a mousetrap in one of these pictures that I see. Someone's in a mousetrap. Now, around these parts, that would be extremely helpful, as would, frankly, uh, a feather duster. <laughs> I mean, but also, you could just put it all in one box and sell it on eBay as a mystery box. That, those are still popular, aren't they? People still buying, uh, you know, all that kind of crap and then doing YouTube videos about it. God, I, I don't know. The world's awful, isn't it? Nick asks in the live Can chat, be. are there any kinds of non-electronic headphones? And that's a very good <laughs> That's a very good point. I suppose the tin can on a string is technically I, I a guess. I, was, I mean, yeah, I, I was trying to think if... Because uh, there are sort of... Um, the TV, the... the um, the headsets you wear in TV are obviously they are electric, but the end bit of it is fed by air, isn't it? It's like a—I mean, I suppose they're all air, but it's—is it not like a kind of it pushes air up a tube, which I guess is like it being in your ear, which is all it's doing anyway. Mm. But it is slightly different. It's not—you know—the electronics is not right by your ear, is what I'm trying to say. Interesting. Well, there's a slight side note for this. Um, for patrons, there's going to be an extra message going out later this week that I recorded yesterday while tidying a desk full of 200-ish cables uh, and trying to work out what to do with them. And the answer is keep most of them, give the rest to a charity shop. Um, so look I out for that. I don't suppose you fancy mm. popping over to my house and doing the same with the f- five or six boxes of old cables I've got. No, but by all means, record an extra <laughs> record message. Record an extra message. About your favourite cable and, and, uh, and what you plug it into. To be fair, that would be quite entertaining to go through and sort of explain some of the old stuff that, you know, what's this cable for? Oh, I, I remember. Try. It's great. That's what I did. That's what the episode is. It's, wow. It's, uh, oh, man. I mean, it is, it is deeply nerdy. I mean, <laughs> even by our standards, it is a deep dive, you know. Anyway, um, so brushing, yes, it's a thing. It's getting to be a bigger thing. Uh, Amazon's aware of it. You should be aware of it. But I would love to hear from people if you have been sent anything uh, that you believe to be a brushing, a part of a brushing scam. Do um, send us an email, hello at uktechshow.com. And uh, obviously, if anyone sends you anything valuable that you don't want, tell us what you plan to do with it. 
So last week we discussed the idea of kids being enrolled in facial recognition systems to pay for their lunch. Um, and this week it seems that the press for aura has caused the Information Commissioner's Office to get involved. Uh, the Register reports that North Ayrshire Council responded to concerns. A spokesman said, uh, Having received a number of inquiries in recent days, we have temporarily paused the contactless payment system, which uses facial recognition in our secondary schools, uh, from this afternoon while we consider and respond to the inquiries received. I should say that was um, the uh, council rather than the Information Commissioner's Office that was uh, saying that. The school will now instead return to the simpler PIN-based system until the council has considered feedback on the scheme and presumably any legal implications. Uh, In its story, the register revealed that it was education specialist CRB Cunningham's who are responsible for the system, which does in fact use encrypted face profiles to confirm the identity of those using it. It also apparently received a £32,000 contract for South East London schools. That's according to techmonitor.ai. Most of the justification, I think, Nate, seems to be that this is uh, boiling down to speed, claiming that facial recognition cuts those transaction times from 25 seconds down to five. But uh, can we really justify such invasive technology just for speed? Uh, And do we need to look at giving kids a bit longer for lunch, maybe? Yeah, well, the the question is, is I mean, yes, that's a good that's a it's a good amount of time to cut down. But I mean, again, going back to when I was at school, the 20 second saving that I would be gaining. I can't really do anything with that. You can't knit behind the bike sheds. (laughs) Have a cigarette. In 20 20 seconds. Trust me. I think that I mean what I what I feel reading this is that it it just sounds like yeah sure that is a that's a good saving and if you if you're time constricted you'll take it where you get it but I also don't believe that it's the paying that's holding up the lunch queue because anyone who's dealt with children knows that they are masters at wasting time and that any time you're trying to get them to do anything at all they will mess around to such an extent that they drag it out to uh two three fifty times the amount of time it should take to do it put your shoes on big argument fist fights uh no shoes on getting drinks uh climbing up and getting something from a cupboard it'll all anytime you ask anything at all they'll find a way to not do what you've asked and i can't believe that's any different to schools i I can i'm sure we used to horse around in the queue for lunch all the time so hey Hooves to say. Uh, Once again, Charlotte has an insightful take on on this. Time saving, it's not for the kids' sake. It's about money and having to pay less for staff. And that is a good point. Thank you, Charlotte. Because if you're saving 20 seconds per child and you have got 100 children going through, that's adding up to a significantly faster moving lunch queue, which might mean fewer minutes to pay uh, staff for dishing out the slop. I say yeah. slop. I'm sure food's got a lot better in my time. In your in time, uh, Since I time... don't. I don't think the kids would uh, agree with that. But I mean, it's supposed to be more nutritious now. <laughs> that's for sure. Charlotte said it has not. Um, <laughs> John made a good point here. My suggestion to my head teacher of barcode tattoos on the pupils' foreheads didn't go down well. It's a real shame. I'd have loved a I mean, tattoo on my head when I was a child, but I have to say, I'm glad I didn't. I suppose if you think about it like that. If you think about it as, you know, would we allow our kids to get, um, I mean, maybe not on their face, but like um, on their on their wrist or something, a little barcode that identified them and allowed them to pay for lunch. You'd say no, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. sure, a tattoo is permanent, but then, you know, potentially 
as we've all experienced, if your stuff gets leaked on the internet for some reason, then that's something you do have to live with forever. I have to live with the fact that Facebook leaked my phone number and is available on the internet now. I have to live with the fact that countless services have been hacked into and that my email address is insecure and that many of the passwords I've used in the past have also been included in those leaks. So I think when you consider it in that context, the least, inf- the less information we're tracking about children, the better. And I don't see what's wrong with having a pin or a, a simple, um, you know, not not a credit card, but like a bespoke RFID card that just simply identifies them and debits the right amount of money from their account. I I I, I don't buy the security thing. I don't feel like um, you know there's 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 going to be much added by using their face. Um, I don't think it's going to help with security at all. And um, so therefore, let's just either use cash or. A simple card. I mean, we've talked about cashless societies before, and I'm I remain very against the whole thing. Whereas I remain very for the whole thing. Yeah, I hate. But cash. I think I think that's fine. But it would be annoying if it went away, and if you weren't given any say in it. And I think you know, banks and governments would just love to get rid of cash. And I think that if it, if those two groups of institutions want to get rid of something, that is a big red flag for me. And we should prevent it with all of our energy. Well, Andy H, listening live to us, makes a couple of good points. He says, my son's school uses thumbprints as they can get through more kids at lunchtime. Staff are employed for the whole time of the lunchtime period anyway, so it's not just for serving time, which again makes sense. Kids like throwing slop at each other. Again, I speak from quite considerable experience on that matter. Um, And he, he also says kids lose cards or break them or eat them. Again, I can vouch for all three of those things personally. Um... And that is also very true. But I still, again, I'm not necessarily convinced that you you need to go the facial recognition route. Maybe no. the thumbprint stuff is a is a happy medium. But then again, it's still a biometric authentication. It's still a unique biological identifier that is connected to your uh, your your body. Something that you cannot change. change. And we've had this discussion before. Well, you might argue that fingerprints are worse because they don't change over the course of your life, do they? So, mm. uh, whereas your face, as you know, the, the the face that you have as a child um, is similar to, but not the same as the face you have as an adult. So you could argue that. But then again, you've got to you've got to consider all the other things, like you know, some kids will age quicker and you know have their adult faces, if you like, at sixteen, whereas some won't hit that till they're a bit older. But I, d- I just it's just not necessary i don't i don't feel like it could ever speed the queue up enough to make it that worthwhile um mm. and also i don't buy it because have you ever used like face id it's not you know it's not bulletproof and it can take a lot longer uh, and fingerprints are particularly bad if you've if you're sort of in any way moist i remember um touch id on the old iphones i was so glad when face id came along because you know if you're if you're out on a hot day and you know and i, I don't want to you know be rude or anything but i know that you and i nate um mm. we both prefer things cooler don't we and we both uh perspire um in in hot weather um so i think you know touch id was always a bit of a bind for me um, yeah so. i mean shaking hands between ian and i it is sort of a it's a sort of a celebration of british palm piss isn't it let's be honest <laughs> but you also used to walk ian and i used to live together many many years ago and we used to walk to the cnet offices together and to this day i remember i always arrived at, at the office incredibly sweaty because ian has a power walk like like he's charging 
in a Roman army or something. You know, mm. it's 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 really quite uh, it's really quite impressive. Which is why I always arrive everywhere hot and bothered, but I like to get there quickly. So mm. uh, yeah, I, I, uh, John points out in the chat that um, they they have kids who have already paid for their food in, in their school fees, and it doesn't make them move any faster. Completely agree. It's you can't get kids to do things quickly. They're too busy being funny, and they are funny. As are much they? as you hate to admit it, kids are really funny. Like yeah. the things that they do and say, and the thing you know, the, the shenanigans they get up to, it's genuinely entertaining. Well, let me tell you something then. In terms of ent- children who are entertaining, I was watching an episode of uh, the classic ITV show You Bet, circa nineteen ninety four, the other day, and one of the segments that they had is a seven year old child who said he could name every shark that existed on site. And the challenge was, can you name 24 sharks without getting a single shark wrong? And all the celebrity people on who had to bet either yes or no said, yes, they can. I thought, he's seven. There's loads of sharks. He's not going to remember those. He remembered every single shark and got a big round of applause. And I thought, wow. well, that is an entertaining kid. So I, so I, I buy that. Yeah. I buy it your is, argument. It is true that, you know, they're, they're messing around is, you know, it's not always funny. It's particularly not funny if you're in charge of them. But if you're not in charge of them and just watching them, like I, I go and pick up my daughter sometimes from, um, from so she walks around the corner from her school and you, you'll see them clowning around as they're walking back home. And it is often very amusing. Um, we've had some people in the chat saying they don't understand why speed has got anything to do with it. I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm picking out what, what has been said in, in response because I thought the same thing. It seems like the justification for all this is last week they said sort of it it cuts down on people touching things, which is obviously important in the COVID times. But they also said, you know, speed and it helps move things through quicker. But again, I'm not buying it anyway. And I agree. Why does it need to be quick? What what, the problem if if there's not enough time for lunch, then face ID isn't the answer to that, is it? It's like rethinking how lunches work. Very interesting point there, Ian. And I think that um, this is a temporary pausing, you said. So Ayrshire Council is reviewing the complaints, but it's not necessarily saying we've scrapped it. That's the thing. I mean, yes, it is. That's how it's being uh, sort of portrayed. I think because of the involvement of the Information Commissioner's Office suggests that they want to make sure that it's being done properly. Now, I've looked into, very briefly had a chance to look into the company CRB Cunningham's, and there's no suggestion at all of any wrongdoing on their part. Um, <clears throat> they have refused to comment on it from anyone that's asked them to do so, but there there don't seem to be stories of them, you know, having any problems with data security. I felt that the, you know, the fact that it's an encrypted um, print is, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not the same as the photo being stored on the system. It's a, you know, it, it's a, it's a hash of the data. So it should be very difficult for anyone who even got into that system to be able to do anything meaningful with it. So I don't doubt its security. Um, I think that the backlash here is not really necessarily about that that as a concept. It's about, you know, us normalizing people paying, you know, people using their faces and their biometrics to do very mundane tasks. I noticed in the, um, the register story that uh, Big Brother Watch had been consulted again and and had you know had 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 redoubled their comments from before um you know explaining that it's just not appropriate for children to be using airport style security to get access to lunch um and i i saw one comment on the register story that said look if if um if paying for school meals is slowing everything down then just give all the kids free meals 
Which I completely agree with. I mean, or I know just go got... one one logical step further and just inject the kids with nutrients and get them back in double PE. <laughs> I, I mean, know. if you're trying to speed things up, that that definitely would do it, wouldn't it? Oh, well, but don't um... g- don't give them speed. It's uh, <laughs> it's terrible. It, it's it works for military people, didn't it? That's what it, it was designed for. I think that's what's one of the reasons that speed came about, wasn't it? It was uh, used by the military to keep troops going longer. I don't know. I don't it's, know. I know Green Day used a lot of it when they were recording Dookie, I think, because they had to record it quickly. <laughs> I d- music, music isn't something that you can really speed up. I mean, <clears throat> it's kind of like got a speed, hasn't it? Well, when, you're a, punk, own... when you're a punk band, speed is well, everything. Yeah, sure, but not you can't go faster than a certain threshold, can you? Well... Tell that to Archspire. Uh, I think that's run its course, though, now, Ian. Let's stop talking. Um, Let's I think never talk about it again. If anybody has thoughts on this, you know where to send them. Hello at UKTechShow.com. Maybe you are a child in a school. Uh, maybe you are a teacher or a parent. Maybe you have a view uh, based on just your very standard reckoning. Tell us what you reckon. Hello at UKTechShow.com. I'd also like to take this point to thank people for being a patron. If you are a patron, you are listening to an extended ad-free version of the show. And if you would like to get Extra Message, that is the bonus show that goes out for most of our patrons every week, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech. This week, featuring Ian's debut Extra Message. Ladies and gentlemen. I think you should say solo Extra Message, because we've done them together before, haven't we? But... um, this is me on my own, sort of uh, <clears throat> forgetting how to stop pops into a microphone. I think you did a lovely job, Ian. It was splendid. It really well, I thought was. you'd be proud of me because I was sort of up late processing the audio and trying to make it sound as good as possible. You did. Um, it sounded great yeah. and the feedback has been lovely. Good. Well, um, it, was a, it was fun to do and, um, and I enjoyed it very much. And we had a, a chat in the pre-show with all of our live listeners who are also all patrons. Um and uh, we were talking about the history of when Ian had his own TV show and when he thought I auditioned for the same one and I couldn't remember and a variety of other topics that's all available to patrons every week patreon.com forward slash UK tech I want to hear from a, a good person a fine gentleman and a tremendous podcaster Ian his name is Tom Merritt This week on Daily Tech News Show, Facebook changing its company name to Meta. Not a bad move, but it won't fix the underlying problems. Google and Twitter are benefiting from the Apple ad privacy change. We talk about why all the Facebook papers' revelations are not equally credible. Some of them are just internal message board venting. And Trisha Hirschberger shows off her Pixel 6. All that and much more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Yeah, now that's basically the reason we don't need to talk about Meta. If you want to go Mm. and listen to the stuff about Meta... Go and listen to Tom because he's much, much more in depth on that stuff than we want to be, frankly. Agreed. Oh, okay. I wondered if no, you had any, any further thoughts, <clears throat> but no. Well, no, okay. not at all. No, I mean, it's, this is exactly the point, isn't it? And like, you know, some people may say, well, you know, you're a tech podcast. You need to, um, you know, you need to talk about the big things. But no, we don't. Everyone's talking about meta. It's everywhere. I, know. Yeah. I said everything I needed to say. I got the two things off my chest that were bothering me about it. So Yeah, and instead you come to text message to listen about things we found on our old hard drives um, <laughs> and when you thought you were a witch. 
Although, no, actually, that's on the extended version this week. But still, some quality UK tech news, I believe, on uh, on text message this week. So thank you, everybody, for listening. However you support us, free, paid, as a review, word of mouth, whatever. You are all beautiful, amazing people. We love you. Thank you for supporting and listening to us. Um, Ian, I know, reflects my views greatly. In I do. Terms of Tell gra- your friends. Gratitude. Get, get someone to listen to text message. Yeah. And I think, have them. Uh, unless there's anything else, Ian... Shall we go and go trick or treating? <laughs> I've got a yes, trick for you. Are.